going to introduce them. Why don't you, as they come up, just sort of give them a clap or something and just sort of say, well done. So it's Oliver, Solomon, Wade, Teddy, Millie, Claire, and Elsa. Yeah, high fives and everything. Okay, it's great. Millie said, I'll go first. Don't you just... It's just love a volunteer. Just, Oliver, just go and stand over there somewhere. And, and Yeah, great. Thank you. Well done. So we'll make sure someone looks after you. Uh, okay, this is, this is Millie. She's going to tell us a bit about herself. Hi, I'm Millie. I'm getting baptized today, even though I haven't been Christian for long. My b- journey began at the end of November at college where Thomas invited me to go to the youth group where they were starting the Alpha course. Um, during the Alpha course, everyone was so welcome. And I specifically remember Rachel showing me a picture of the famous painting of Jesus knocking on the door with no door handle. And that made me realize that I had to let Jesus in for myself. And it was my choice to get to know him. During Alpha, we went on a youth weekend away where I first encountered worship and the Holy Spirit for the first time. At the time, I didn't know how to react because I never experienced that type of environment before. Since then, I've reflected on it by reading my Bible and other books Rachel has kindly given to me. Um, then I took the big step, going to church. I wanted to deepen my relationship with God in a time of chaos and life-changing decisions. At the time, I thought, if I go to church by myself, I could do anything. You're doing great. Well done. Keep going. However, um, on my journey... I was confronted by the fear of being alone, so I turned back to go home, but God told me he wanted me to go. This is one of my most memorable moments of where I faced darkness and I turned to face the light, so here I am. know everyone and I've developed an understanding um, that everyone is on a different journey. The big church day out was an amazing experience and it made me realize how many lives Jesus has and still is impacting. Um, It has shown me that I'm a part of a bigger picture and and it excites me. There's so many different reasons why I follow Jesus. He sacrificed his life for us. He has given hope and joy. He has given me the Chudleys, Rachel, and everyone. <laughs> and, I especially, and I especially want to thank Rachel for all she has done for me and how you've always been there for me. And you still are, and you always will be a perfect role model. And overall, Jesus has given me peace, and I'm excited for the rest of my journey. Great job. Great job. Thank you. Can I just move you across there? Wasn't that great? She's good. You, hey, you can preach next week. Really. In fact, you can, you can preach later. Sorry, Josh, we scrubbed you. Rachel's on. Uh, okay. Okay, hi, everyone. I'm Claire. Um, I grew up as, in a Christian family, so I've always known a life with God in it. I feel so blessed that my parents introduced me to God. I really felt his love through my childhood. In early adulthood, my faith was tested when life circumstances caused me to walk for walk away from God. For 10 years, I rejected his love because I didn't feel worthy. But in time, I knew there was something big missing. And I remember my mum saying to me, Claire, you were not created to have a life without God in it. 
This was something that was resonated with, with me when my life was at its hardest. I, met, I then met Jean, who invited me back to City Church. This was the church I first went to when I moved to Worcester, so I felt like God was opening the door to me to come back to church. After coming to this church for a few short weeks, I f it felt like I had finally come home. God had placed me exactly where he wanted me to be so that I could build on my relationship with him. Since then, I have m had many experiences where, God, where I have felt that God has had my back. And so today, I would like to reaffirm my faith to be baptised. And I want to say thank you for the love and support I have felt from this church since coming home to God. Did you hear that? God's got your back. God has got your back. This is Oliver. Okay. Hello. It's quite simple. I put... Hello everyone, I am getting baptised today because I am ready for my journey with God and I'm looking forward to getting to know God better and I'm excited about the changes that will happen in my life. When I was praying, God gave me a picture of a golden suit of armour and then in front of me was a floor of lava with stepping stones. God told me, you will need this armour and it will protect you. I want a closer and personal relationship with Jesus because I know what he has done for me and everyone. I want Jesus to be my best friend. I would like to say a big thank you to everyone at City Church. Thank you for all the love, kindness, and chocolate cake. Chocolate cake, yeah. Brilliant. That's great. <laughs> Fabulous. I mean, it's fantastic, and we're not even halfway through yet. Okay. Elsa, you're next. Uh, like you said, I'm Elsa. <laughs> um... Well, what I can say, I grew up in a Christian house, and uh, I've been baptized before. But through the years, I've uh, got lost. And uh, at some point, things were really difficult. And um, I always ask God to give me strength. And I know God has always been present. And um, today, in Jesus, today I look to my kids. And I see he's back me up all the time. And I thank him for everything in any in the day that I was asking Lord everything the kids are sorted I'm sorted and what now and some two marvelous people come up come up and they showed me the way back home again and I thank you since then you made all the difference and I thank everyone in the city church for letting me come home and uh, accept me as I am and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and um, since I come up, come here and uh, I feel Jesus with me and God and I thank Him. And I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> you did great. You did fantastic. Okay, I have to get my bit of paper out here because these three guys are brothers and I'm not sure which one's which. So, um, can, uh, can I, who, which one's this? This is Solomon. Okay, we'll do Solomon. We'll do it in height order. You should have written the sort of tallest on here. Okay, right. So this is, this is Solomon. How old are you, Solomon? Eleven. Fantastic. And uh, why are you getting baptized, Solomon? Because I... Somebody came to talk to you about, about uh, getting baptized and about loving Jesus, didn't they? And what did you say to them? 
I want to like devote my life to God. Okay, that sounds that sounds good enough. Okay, thank you so much. It's a bit nerve-wracking being up here. It's a bit nerve-wracking being up here, believe me. Um, particularly looking at all of you. I mean, whoa, scary, eh? Are they scary? Yeah. Yeah, see? He says so, so it's true. Okay, so which, which one are you? Wade. You're Wade, okay. And uh, Wade, why are you getting baptized today? Because um, I, w- I want to be with um, Jesus and God forever. Um, uh, and I want to know him better. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. Well done. Okay, so you must be Teddy. Yes. Hi, Teddy. How are you? Um, I'm good. Good. Okay, we're all good. Okay, is there anything you want to say to these people about why you're getting baptized? Well, I, I want to make a commitment to God, and um, I want to follow his steps because um, he's done so much for us. Yeah. Okay, that sounds fantastic to me. Great job. Okay, uh, now we're doing the wet bit. So... Um, all the people that are coming up to help with the baptisms, why don't you come on up and just take folks and, uh, and do what you need to do. Uh, we're doing it in this order, okay? Oliver, Solomon, Wade, Teddy. We'll do those four first. So Oliver, Solomon, Wade, Teddy. Okay? That's the order we're doing it in. Somebody's, you don't have to get in on your own. Somebody's going to help you. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so folks, come on up. Let's, we'll just have a bit of chaos going on here whilst uh, we get sorted out. Um, if you want to take photos, can you just check with um, the person who you're, you're photographing just because that's a, a good thing to do? And um, before you post anything on social media, can you just have a word with me, please? There's a reason for that, um, and I just want to, to make sure that we, we do things right. So um, although uh, we're quite used to that these days, just hold off and have a quick word with me before you do that, please. Okay. Okay, if you've got small children and they'd like a better view, why don't you just come and get them to to sit up here. Can you make sure that they sit, please, and don't just come up and and crowd around here because we might drown someone, like Simeon. And that would be a shame, wouldn't it? Okay, so what's going to happen, um, and this will be the, the same pattern for each one, they'll, they'll be asked some, some questions, um, hopefully they'll say yes, uh, and then we'll baptize them, we'll pray for them, and then there'll be a brief opportunity afterwards for anybody in the, uh, the kind of congregation who would like to, to pray, that's fine. There are also, on a table over there, there are some bits of paper and pens. If you have something um, that you would like to write down just to say to them, is something that, that you're feeling in here or something that you, you sense God is indicating to you, um, please feel free to write it on a piece of paper over there. Those will be collected up and we make them into a little booklet for them and make sure they, 
they get it afterwards. So if you don't get the chance to say it now, don't worry, you can write it down. Okay, Oliver. Have you turned from all known sin in your life? Yes. That's good. Well done. Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your savior, savior and Lord? Yes. And savor him as well, yes. Is it your desire, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to love and serve God for the rest of your life? Yes. Okay, on the confession of your faith, we have pleasure in baptizing you into Jesus in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah! Okay, yep. Uh, he tried breathing underwater. It's quite difficult. <laughs> you can breathe now. So, Father, we thank you for this young man. Um, thank you that you've placed your spirit inside him. And we ask you to fill him today with your precious, precious Holy Spirit. That he might know who he is in you more than anything else. Might, he might experience the Father heart like he's never experienced it before. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oliver, God's heard your desire to hear his voice. And I have a promise to share with you from the book of Jeremiah. It says, Call out to me and I will answer you and show you great and unsearchable things that you know not. And I pray, Father God, that you would grant this young man wisdom as you share your secret wisdom with him, that he will hear and respond. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray that Oliver will grow into a wise man. Amen. Oliver, this word wisdom seems to be a, the, uh, um, a theme. Uh, God showed me that you've got a backbone of a flesh and bone, but he's giving you a spiritual and moral background, a backbone that is from him. It's for strength. It's for wisdom and to be an inspiration to other people. And I bless you with that in Jesus' name. In 1 Peter 3, it says, Now, who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't be afraid and do not worry. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. Praying earlier in the week, I had a picture of you. And as we prayed for you, I saw God give you a crown and a robe, and a staff, which speaks of authority and the crowning of Jesus. There's a lot more, but I've written it down for you. But the verse was, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that <coughs> it will rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness. And it goes on to say, for when I am weak, I am strong. 
And I believe God is going to use you as in a mighty, mighty way. And I look forward to seeing what he's going to do in you. Thank you, God, for this wonderful man. Amen. I looked up the meaning of the word, uh, the name Oliver, and one of the things it means is olive tree. I was reminded of a verse in Psalms, um, Psalm 52, verse 8. But I am like an olive tree, thriving in the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. And my prayer is that you will thrive in God's house, and as you trust him, that things will go on to be better and better, and um, that you will prove that trusting God is the very best thing in your whole life. That's fantastic. Thank you, Roman. God bless you. Great. Let's get him out before he freezes. Okay, Solomon. Yeah, let's give him a round of applause. That's all right. Okay, you need this? Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's nerve-wracking up here. So, Solomon, have you turned from all known sin in your life? Yes. That's good. It's good to use your lips. Uh, Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Yes. Good. Is it your desire, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to love and serve God for the rest of your life? Yes. Great. Excellent. So, upon the confession of your faith and at your request, we now gladly baptize you into Jesus in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's great to have his grandfather here and grandmother, Clive and Margaret. We're so grateful that they came. And, uh, you know, we're going to pray that he just gets filled with the Holy Spirit. And um, it's not a 12-year-old or an 11-year-old Holy Spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit. So when we pray for the kids, all right, the Holy Spirit is the same. So, Father, we thank you for this dear life and his request to follow you. Jesus, thank you for sending the Holy Spirit. And we pray now that Solomon is filled like he's never been filled with anything. Fill him with joy. Fill him with your presence. Heal his heart. Let him know that he's never alone. Thank you for this precious young man. Thank you for his name. Thank you that you named him. You named him before the foundation of the earth. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
Father, we just thank you for Solomon. We thank you that um, he's really precious to you and that he is a strong man. And we just pray, Saul, that you would chase after wisdom. We pray that you would be wise. Um, I know you are wise and your name is prophetic, but, but also that you would chase after it and that you would seek her out so that uh, you can use it in your life to follow Jesus and make the most of your relationship with him. We just, Jesus, we're just really grateful for Solomon and for his presence with us and what he brings to us as being part of us. Amen. So anybody else like to, to pray quickly or say anything? Yeah, just come to the front, Barbara. Solomon was a builder and uh, um, there's something of uh, building in you that God is going to do. He's going to give you a dream and you're going to build something beautiful for the kingdom. He's also building a beautiful life, your life, but you're going to build, you're going to persevere, even when the building looks a bit messy, because buildings can look a bit messy in the process, but you'll put a dream within you, you will see it and you'll build. Thank you. Okay, brilliant, well done. Hey, Wade, where's Wade? Wade in, Wade. Okay, Wade. Have you turned from all known sin in your life? That's a good thing. Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Yep. That's so cool. Is it your desire, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to love and serve God for the rest of your life? I can see it in your eyes. (laughs) So, upon the confession of your faith and at your request... We now gladly baptize you into Jesus in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You had to look into his eyes to see, and he just glared at me. It's really precious. Yeah, in a good way. He knew what he was saying. So, Father, we thank you for this young man, his tenacity, his desire to serve you, his heart, the joy that you've placed inside him. And Holy Spirit, we pray that you will fill him afresh. Pour your spirit on him. Let him know you personally in a way that he's never before. Thank you, God. Amen. Um, actually, I'll do this away from the microphone because it might be a bit loud. But when I see Wade, it's like, <laughs> That's a bit like it was when we went to see him when we were talking about baptism. But um, I just wanted to say that I love that. But I think actually Jesus really loves the wah too. And that actually he's made you just as you are. And you're all wah and noise. But you do actually know what you want. And you do know you want Jesus. And so it is our, 
um, encouragement that you chase after him and just go screaming down the road with him because I think he's going to have a lot of fun with you. <laughs> Jesus, we just thank you for Wade and we thank you for the, just what he brings to us, but what he carries with him. And um, I pray that you would protect his sense of um, identity in who he is and who he's been made so that he wouldn't try and conform to other people's understanding of um, other personalities or what it's supposed to be like to be a follower of Jesus, but that he would chase after you with his whole heart. Amen. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Barbara. Can't keep a good lady down. Wade, I know you're a musician. I've heard you play. I've heard you play. And um, I feel that God's making you, your life, into an instrument that when people hear you, though you're shivering, they will receive joy and then will receive hope. Your notes will be clear and you've got worship in you. And Father God will just love to hear your worship. Just keep playing, practicing. That's great. Okay, good job. All right, Teddy. Where's Teddy? Let's go. Are we going to need to hold this guy above the water before we put him in it? (laughs) Give him a snorkel or something. Yeah, don't wear your Crocs in there. Okay, haven't you got the hang of this yet? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, Teddy, you've got these same three questions. Yeah, you need to respond. And see, if you, see if you can do it louder than your brothers, all right? <laughs> Have you turned from all known sin or naughty stuff in your life? Yes. Whoa. Did you hear that, Mum? Everything. <laughs> That's good. Grandma's looking on. Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Yes. Excellent. Now is it your desire, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to love and serve God for the rest of your life? Yes. Excellent. So upon your confession of faith... Sorry? Oh, you can hold your nose if you want. (laughs) And at your request, we want to baptize you into Jesus in the name of the Father. So how was that, Teddy? All right? Yeah. He's still alive. Praise Jesus. (laughs) So let's pray for him. Yeah. Father, thank you for this precious, precious life. This precious boy. We pray, Holy Spirit, you'll come and fill him. Fill him afresh from the sole of his foot to the top of his head. Let him know your presence, your security, your safety. Let him know his identity in you. May he know you as father in a real way. Your protection, your security, and your freedom. Freedom to be who he is in you. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
So when in our family, when we talk about the Lingards and we go, Teddy, oh, we love Teddy. Not that we don't love the others, but that's what we always say. So um, I was thinking about this and I just thought, you know what? I think that that's what God does. Uh, he does it for all of us, but as we're talking about you, Ted, he does it for you. So he go, people say to him, and what about Ted? And they go, oh, Teddy, I love Teddy. And, you know, that's how he feels because that's how we feel. So can you imagine how much more he feels like that about you? Um, and we're just going to, I'm going to pray that, uh, about the father as well because um, you, you just need that. Um, encouragement to keep going to the Father's throne and not be put off. Papa, we thank you that we have an open way to you through Jesus. And Jesus is like a door, and so we walk through the door, but sometimes we forget to keep going, and we just pray that for uh, Ted, that he would see you as the door, Jesus, and that he would be able to run to the throne of grace, and that he would encounter the Father on that throne and that he would know that there are no barriers to him, and that when God sees him coming through that door, that he'll go, oh, Teddy. We just really thank you again for his part in his family and also in our family, and we thank you for his presence with us. He's a gift to us. Amen. Amen. And Teddy, just quickly, because I know you're shivering. In Philippians it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will guard your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Teddy, I know you like words in books. You love it, don't you? And, you know, Father God wants to share his words with you. He wants to show you all sorts of secrets and all sorts of treasures. And you're going to get to hear his voice and know his voice really, really well, like the little lamb and the shepherd, so that when the shepherd says, hey, Teddy, come here, you'll say, yeah, I'm on my way. Okay, let's get him out before hypothermia sets in. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, please do. Do you want to come to the front and use the mic, or would you like us to? Let's. Um, Piers, can you just grab this mic and take it, take it to the back? Thank you. Then at least we can hear. I just want to thank God for Melissa and continuing to bring her to this fellowship, and I want to thank this fellowship. <coughs> for all the love and support that is shown for the grandchildren. Thank you very much, and I thank God for you. Thank you so much. It really is our honor and our pleasure. Okay, we're doing a quick change here in the pool. Is that all right with that? Is that you like that temperature? Good. Millie, how's that for you? Is that okay? She's not so sure. <laughs> okay, I think you were lying, Rachel. <laughs> right, who's... Uh, are you doing this? Who's doing this? Sure, I'll do it. What am I reading? Okay. Millie, have you turned from all known sin in your life? Yes. 
Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord? Yes. <laughs> Is it your desire, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to love and serve God for the rest of your life? Yes. <laughs> Upon your confession of faith and at your request, we now gladly baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm just going to pray for you now. (laughs) Oh God, what an absolute joy it is to stand here and see someone flourish and to see someone grow just over six months, Lord. And Father, I just want to thank you for just the plans and purposes that you have for Millie, Lord, that this is just the tip of the iceberg of what you have for her. As I was praying for you, Millie, I had that picture, of, like I shared with you before, about the rotavator. Um, All the old ground had just been um, churned up and um, that... Um, God has taken all the old stuff and he's actually going to use it and churn up all that old soil and just saw a beautiful field ready for planting. And and the more I've prayed into that, I just had a sense that God was walking over and just scattering wild flowers and that um, where you go from here, we don't know what September's going to look like, but whatever happens, um, actually that there's just going to be wild flowers wherever you go, just sprouting up with your joy and just all that you have to offer people. What a joy you are to be around Millie. And we just pray you'd bless her, Lord. Would you fill her up afresh with your Holy Spirit? Thank you for meeting her on that Holy Spirit weekend away at Alpha and how special that was, Lord. We just pray again that you'd refresh her, that you'd flood her afresh with your Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Um, Millie, uh, when I was thinking about you, I was thinking about labels. And um, I think you have a few labels, um, which you're not ashamed of in any way, and you share with us. And um, But I just thought, you know, sometimes the things that we're labeled with, they, they actually become um, really negative things in our lives and, um, and can become quite difficult. But um, I just felt like God was saying, I'm going to give you some new labels. And I'm not, and those labels that you've had in the past, actually I'm going to use those. They're not wasted and they're not terrible, but they don't really accurately sum up who you are because he's got new things to give you, new things to reveal that you don't see at the moment, but actually they're coming to you because he doesn't waste anything. And actually just even the rubbish label and the rubbish pain that we've suffered in life, he doesn't waste it. Papa, we thank you for Millie. We thank you that she is a gift of joy to us, and she's just been such a great reminder to me of the, just the joy there is in your presence and the joy that heaven must... Um, when I'm with Millie, I laugh a lot. And I think, what must heaven be doing at this moment? Because just my laughter is just a small thing, but the whole of heaven is laughing and roaring because Millie is amongst them. We just really thank you for what she brings us and her part in our family and our community. We love her so much, and we know you love her more if that was possible. Amen. Amen. Anybody else want to pray, really? I'm going to pray. Oh, no, come on. Here's Ruth. She's never short of something to pray. This is just you, I think. But I will keep working towards that day when I will finally be all that Christ Jesus saved me for and wants me to be. 
Um, uh, um, but I am focusing all my energies. It's the energies. I am focusing all my energies on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the prize for which God through Jesus Christ is calling us up to heaven. Amen. That's great. Okay. Thank you. Well done. Let's give her a round of applause. Are you taking up residence in here, Cheryl? Yeah. <laughs> it may seem a long time ago since we were up here, but this is Claire, just in case you forgot. Sorry. Claire. Have you turned from all known sin in your life? I have. And do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Saviour and Lord? Yes, I do. Is it your desire, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to love and serve God for the rest of your life? Yes, it is. Upon your confession of faith and at your request, we now gladly baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. I love all this with the towel attendants coming in. This is a, this is a new thing for us. <laughs> Father, I just thank you for this amazing lady with a huge heart. Mm. She's so like you. Um, Father, I just thank you for all the gifts that you have given her that she's actually not very aware of. Mm. Father, will you just, like a, like a bud that's coming into bloom, will you just display your glory through her by your Holy Spirit, Father? Oh, this is just the beginning. It's so good. Holy Spirit, do your stuff in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, when I was thinking about you, I, I just felt like God wanted to say to you, you're not invisible. And that sometimes uh, you felt invisible and sometimes you use the invisibility to cloak yourself so that you can't be seen. Um, but he wants to say, you're not, and I see you, but actually you have things in, your, in yourself that actually he wants other people to see. So don't hide them away because actually they have a tendency to leak out anyway. So you best just take ownership of the amazing person that you are and the amazing gifts and actually take ownership of the things that you found hard and have been painful because he wastes nothing. Papa, we just thank you for this woman, and we just thank you for our resolve to follow you. And even though there's just, you know, in all of us there have been some challenges and difficulties along the way of following you, we just thank you for her perseverance and her keeping going kind of attitude. We thank you for the way that she opens her heart and opens her arms to people. And I pray that she would be used in those areas to be able to bring your love to people by opening her own heart and opening her own arms. Amen. 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 I don't mean to hog the mic, but... <laughs> Claire, 
be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Claire from Galatians. Um, Now we're no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy, enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. And because we're his, we can access everything our Father has, for we are one with Jesus, the anointed one. I just pray that you will increasingly enjoy who Father God has made you to be and find new, new skills, new places in yourself, but enjoy being Father's child. Fantastic. Well done. Well done. Yeah, absolutely. You've been really, really patient, Elsa. Thank you so much. Elsa. Have you turned from all known sin in your life? And do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Saviour and Lord? Yes. Is it your desire, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to love and serve God for the rest of your life? Yes, it is. Upon your confession of faith and at your request, we now gladly baptise you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Father, we just thank you for Elsa. Lord, you had never forgotten her. And you pursued her because your love is reckless. And you you just sought her out, Lord. And you sought her out for a reason. You have got plans for her, Father. I just declare that over you this morning, Elsa. He has got plans for your good and a hope and a future and for your family. Lord, I just declare um, a lion heart over this lady this morning, Father. I just, yeah. I know there's a roar inside you, Elsa, and I'm, I'm kind of hearing it this morning, but we haven't seen anything yet. And we just thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will, will bring this beautiful sister into the fullness of your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Isaiah, it talks about the broken and those with broken hearts and those who are grieving and those just are out of really pants time about things and there's just been a lot of hurt, but actually he calls them oaks of righteousness because actually it's the broken people that display God's splendor. So it's not something to be ashamed of and I'm just going to pray that God removes a cloak of shame from you and that you're able to walk in freedom. Papa, we just ask that this woman of faith would walk in her new identity, that she would be able to shed the cloak of shame because that is actually not your clothing, that's actually the enemy's clothing, and that she would be able to um, renew her mind so that she would be able to turn it off all the time. Every time it comes back, that she'd be able to lay it aside and that one day she will wake up and know that that cloak has not come back to her 
I just pray for perseverance in this so that she would not come under the power of shame and that she would live in freedom and that she would live in acceptance and that she would live in um, not only her own personality but actually in fullness of the gifts that you've given her. Amen. Amen. Elsa, I have a, a promise to share with you. Um, if anyone is in Christ, she is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. Amen. I had the same thing that Jean had, that you're a lioness. You don't realize now who you are, but also that the prophetic word destroys shame so as you will receive this prophetic word that you are a lioness because you have the spirit of the lion of judah within you that you can do all he's called you to do and father i just pray that over elsa now and thank you for her thank you for bringing her into our part this little part of your body and we just look forward to all that you're going to do in and through her bless you in jesus name Okay, let's give them all a round of applause again. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Kids, you might want to move back a little bit further away because we have somebody very active coming up here now, and he moves around a lot, and we don't want anybody trodden on. Okay, so as if we haven't had feast enough this morning, we have uh, Josh, who's just going to uh, speak to us for a while. Let's welcome him. Father, we're having a great time this morning. We thank you for Josh, and we just ask that uh, you continue to communicate about your reckless love to us. Amen. Good morning, everybody. How are we all? Good, good. For those who've just been baptized, um, was it scary when you were in the water? I can't see them. Where are they? Oh, the goal. Never mind. Oliver, was it scary? It was. Good, good. Anyway, um, I just want to speak briefly today about the gospel and what that means, especially to those who've just been baptized as well. So um, before we begin, what does I want two people to give me their understanding of what the word gospel means. So, any two people? Good news. Anyone else? Anyone else? More good news. Cool. Anyway, so I think <laughs> the gospel, as you said, it does mean good news. And um, I think one experience I've had of what the gospel means is that at work one day, somebody was they were having a discussion about something and was saying, it's not gospel, so we can't really take it um, as fact. And I think sometimes that's what we have to see it as. The gospel is truth. And for these people today, they've experience the truth of God, and that's led them to make this commitment. And um, So let's talk about the gospel anyway. So Jesus, shortly after he was baptized, um, as we know, there was a, a release of the dove. Well, the Spirit came upon him as like a dove, and as that dove um, rested on him, God declared the words that he's well pleased with him. That that's, that's his son he's pleased with. And in this case, of those who were baptized today, God's pleased with his daughters and sons. But also, I think we have to take it as something which... 
something which means that for those people, there was something that was released onto them. And as they died to self, as they went under the water, they let go of certain things. But then God has let go of new things into their lives. As they lay their lives down, God is then going to use them to let other people live. Because through their confession, through their, their faith in action of being baptized in front of us, they now have an opportunity to give life to other people. And essentially, that's what the gospel expects of all of us. Christ expects all of us to carry out his works by being those who bear each other, bear other people's burdens. Because again, he said, as we bear other people's burdens, as we share each other's burdens, we help each other to actually experience what God really wants to do in our lives. And that's number one that I want us to talk about. So the gospel is truth. And in that truth, we give other people the opportunity to live in the fullness of, of God's kingdom. So that's, that's one thing that I want everyone to remember today. Uh, the gospel is truth as well as good news and, and more good news, as um, Graham said. Secondly, actually, before I carry on, I've been, I've been really, um, really lonely this week. Dot, dots left me for a while, and um, I've been really lonely. But um, understanding that as well, and the, the whole point I even mentioned that is that with that, sometimes we have to support different peop- other people to be able to express themselves in ways that God wants them to. And she's traveled with some friends who are not all Christians, but in that environment, she's been able to show God's kingdom and essentially show the truth of the kingdom. So, but anyway, thanks for the sympathy. I appreciate it. <laughs> Secondly, anyway, before I go on, um, yes. So I've mentioned about Christ dying for sins. In, in doing that, he wanted us to know that we are worth something. We are worth the blood that he shed. And there's a covenant in that. And for those who've been baptized, for those who are already baptized in his room, remember that you've made a covenant with God a long time ago. And what we tend to forget is that a lot of the times we, we don't have enough milestones in our journey with God. And we tend to see things like baptism as a really big milestone. Things like salvation as a really big milestone. Or even praying for somebody to get healed. We, we need to see those things as regular things. And in the gospel, that's what God expects from us frequently and continuously. And that's what we need to realize that us being in the kingdom is that we let other people experience things like healing, things like restoration, things like families being brought back together, things like people being encouraged and supported in the things that they want to do. And even when Graham asked me to, sh- to speak briefly this week, uh, a, few, uh, a few weeks ago, actually, I was supposed to be on security today, but um, I then had to speak to Neil, who's the boss man with the security, actually, and Chris, but I spoke to Neil, and I said to him, Neil, this is what um, Graham has asked me to do. I'm supposed to be on security. Are you able to deputize for me for the 10 minutes I'm going to be here so that I can carry on? But Neil went further and said, you know what? I'll, I'll do the whole thing. You can do that instead. And that's essentially what Christ expects of us as well. It's something small, but really sometimes when people request something of you, God expects you to be able to bless them in a way that they really appreciate even asking. And so, Neil, I want to appreciate you for doing that for me. And um, God will continue to honor you because... You're a great man of, of God. So we really appreciate you, Neil. Thank you. Um, yes. So again, that's a very small example, but that's how us as Christians, we can express the kingdom of God through our sacrifice and our service. And so I mentioned covenant. Being baptized is a, is a commitment, is a covenant to God. And as in, in, the, in the covenant, God honors his covenant. It's not a contract. There's not, a, there's not conditions that say, if you do this, then I'll give you this. But this is a covenant which God is saying that, look, once you've done this, this is who I am to you. And that's, that's period. That's written. So for these guys and for those, for all of us here as well, 
we need to realize and continue to remember that this is a covenant we have with God. And in that covenant, there are things which come, come about as a result of that covenant. And so continue to work on your covenant with God as well, because that's what he expects you to do all the time. And through covenants, we, we get to experience more of God. We get to experience more of God's blessing. But on top of that, the challenges that come along with it, and it can be really, well, not confusing, but once you get baptized, you don't really know what's next, what to expect. But in, in Christ's gospel, as he came about, he didn't really know. He didn't know what people were going to be doing, essentially, as he went about to try and share the good news to them. But as he went about on that journey, whatever he encountered, he made sure that he showed them love. He made sure that they knew about his father's love. And that's what the gospel should mean to us. So, again, the first thing we have to remember is that through, through the gospel, there is good news, there's truth. Through the gospel, there is forgiveness of our sins, but also there's a sacrifice that we have to make for other people to be able to experience the life and the love of God. And that there's a, one other thing I would also like to share about the gospel. So, you are marked for a reason. And that's essentially what the gospel is about. You, you've chosen to be a follower of Christ because there's a, reason why you're, there's a reason why you've experienced God's love. And in that, that is, that is where you get to show people that, okay, I don't just believe in God because that's what my parents um, told me was good. But after experiencing it for yourself, you get to then convey it out to other people. So you are marked for a reason. And that reason is to bring the kingdom of, of heaven onto earth. And through that, we continue to fulfill the gospel and, and the law of Christ because that's what Christ was sent for. He, Christ, after being baptized, essentially told us that, look, now that this has been done, you now walk in this as you go through the journey of life. There will be challenges. There will be moments that will question what you've just done. There will be moments that will make you feel like, was there any point in doing that? But the truth of the matter is that you, you, you can't legislate for some of the things that will happen in your life. And the things that you even regret, God is saying that, look, let them go because there's nothing you can do about it. Let them go. Don't dwell on them because if you do so, you're, you're leaving away that grace, that, that love, that good news. Like the, seeing um, Solomon, Solomon today was, was really, it touched my heart because for him, it's something that doing that, it's, he was, when he was asked the question initially and, and he, he paused, you could see that he was, he knew what he was doing, but essentially it was like, oh, wow, it's actually going to happen. And sometimes it takes us that moment just to pause and think, okay, am I doing this for God? Am I doing it for yourself? But really, you're doing it. You're doing it for yourself. And I was, I was really blessed by seeing men of different ages because they're not just boys. They're, they're men as well. And as, as Graham rightly said, it's, I mean, Simeon, sorry. As Simeon said, it's the same Holy Spirit in them that is, is in us. It's the same Holy Spirit so we cannot... Um, water down anything that God gives for us to them. And that's the same for even the people in the world. What message God gives you for them, you can't water it down because God wants it to be given to them in his genuine form. Because if you, try, if you think, oh, they might not know anything about the Holy Spirit or anything about grace, give them the message that God has given you because once you do that, the impact in their life will be what God expects it to be. And that's, that's one thing which I've learned so far in the journey that through the gospel, whatever message God has for you, for people, give it to them as it is and let God do the rest of the work. Because if you think based on their understanding, you can only give them so much. You're, you're kind of, I don't want to say you're robbing them, but you're compromising the impact of that word that God has sent. And so in, 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 as you go forward, as you continue to live out the, the, 
the walk, as you continue to walk out your journey with Christ. Any message that God gives you for people, even your life itself is a message. So live your life in a way that it will not compromise the message that God is speaking through your life. Because every day of your life speaks to people. So don't compromise your message to the world. Don't compromise your message to people that God has given you words for. And trust the words that the Lord gives you. Because once he's given you the word, it will happen. Once he's given you a word, he will make sure that the fruits of those words are eaten by those who need to eat it. So I'll just summarize, I think, on the gospel based on what um, the past few minutes have been. So number one, we need to understand and remind ourselves that the gospel is what? Truth. Good news. And the second thing, there's a commitment involved. And with a commitment, there's covenant. So those things are the things that are going to underpin our journey as we go along. I'm trying to remember the third thing now. I forgot. Um, <laughs> um, what, what did I say was the third thing was? Yes, yes, you can add that one in. Don't compromise the word of God through your life or into other people's lives. And as you do that, your gospel will be felt by the people who need to feel it because the gospel of Mark, Luke, John, and the rest of them, and Jesus himself, their gospels were genuine and as a result of that we're here today so may we let our gospels be genuine for those who need to hear it so yeah let's just pray and bless the people who have been baptized today before i close jesus thank you for this morning thank you for the souls that have been baptized according to your your word lord as they've been baptized they've been obedient to your word and through obedience oh god you said those who obey your word will be blessed lord we call these ones blessed father god Father, their friends will call them blessed for what they've done today. Even their enemies will call them blessed, Jesus. And we speak into their lives, O oh God, their journey ahead with you. Lord, may you continue to shine a light onto their feet so they can see where they're going in you. Father God, may the, the hard moments ahead where they, they don't know what to do, what to say, may they just take a step back and trust in the Holy Spirit. May they trust in the release of your, of your appreciation and acceptance of them as they've been baptized today. And we thank you for this house as well, this church this family, Lord. Thank you that in this family we can support each other in the journey and that there is no, there is no condemnation in this house. And Lord, we thank you for yeah, the, the, the gift of today and we, we, treasure it. we treasure today. We don't take for granted that this is what's happened, Lord, and we just look forward to more of those as well in our, in our, in our midst. And just thank you for, for everything you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen.